The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say, let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom is really here for you. We just want to change Mom's life and make it better and make her feel loved, coached, and encouraged and helped. And we want to boost your life. We want you to know that we make a difference in your life because we love you and we honor what we do, what you do. Okay, today is a heart-wrenching show. I have a mom and a friend joining me today with one of the most difficult mothering stories I have ever heard. Truly unimaginable. My friend, Carrie Zarno, has lost three of her four children in about the space of two years. Two and a half. Two and a half. Carrie and her husband, Scott, have one child left here on earth. After years of navigating her grief, Carrie decided she would be on a mission to save lives by telling her own story. And that is why Carrie is here today. So I hope that she'll stick around. And if you listen to the show and you know somebody else who could use help from what Carrie is offering, she's really trying to help folks and especially young people navigate grief in the healthiest way and to get through it and to find some hope and healing in the middle of it. So I hope you'll send people to listen. I hope you'll listen today and get some insights for anybody in your life. And, and perhaps if you are grieving, uh, yeah, I, I know she's going to help you. Carrie Zorno is a wife and mom. She's a grief counselor and also an even an EMT, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, she does a lot of jobs. Uh, she's now an author of her new book, Tattooed by Grief, a faith-based approach to helping youth impacted by loss. But guess what? This is for everybody. Yeah. This is for adults, parents, youth, everybody. Welcome to Channel Mom, Carrie. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, Carrie's been on my show years ago <clears throat> when we were on a different station and she told her story there. I'm just going to let t- Carrie for the next 10 minutes, tell her story. And then in the second segment, we're going to get to some of her tips and probably a caller who has a question about her own grief and losing her child. So Carrie, tell people your precious story about your precious children. Well, I do have four children mm-hmm. and they're all yeah, right around two years apart, two mm-hmm. to three years apart. My two middle children were diagnosed with cystic fibrosis shortly after birth. And it is a terminal illness. And they watched many friends um, that suffered and died with CF. Yeah. Um, So give me your children's names, first through last. Abby is my oldest. Mm -hmm. And then Josh and Beth and Chris. Okay. Okay. And so uh, Josh and Beth were the ones who had CF. Yes. Okay. Yes, they did. And so um, over a period of, of, you know, the first, you know, few years, um, at the time when Josh or when Ab- Beth was about 16, um, she spent a number of days in the hospital and watched a friend die, dying mm-hmm. of CF. And so over the Thanksgiving table, she says, I don't want to die like that. And I said, well, if you could tell God how you wanted to die, what would you tell him? And she said, oh, I want to die fast. I don't want to even know what took me from here to heaven. Mm. 
And then Josh chimed in, says, and I don't want to die alone. Yeah. And I thought, well, someone will always be there with you. Don't worry about that. And at that moment, he knew I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. And um, four months later. Oh, they had three hopes. Mm-hmm. One was that they would die fast. Mm-hmm. One was that they wouldn't die alone. Oh. And also one was, didn't Jocelyn say he'd like to die doing something he enjoyed? Yes. It was important to him to die doing something that was fun. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that he enjoyed. And Josh was, lived life to the fullest kind of guy. Oh, right up to the edge. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. So they had three wishes for the way they would die because they both knew they had CF and they didn't want to die basically suffocating from, mm-hmm. from what happened to their lungs. Um, so tell us what happened four months later. All right. Well, four months later, he had bought a motorcycle um, because he always wanted to go as fast as possible. Yes. And um, wasn't he also serving at that point, too? He was. He was one of the, he was, I think, maybe the only um, person with CF that was accepted into the U.S. military. And that was one of his dreams. Now, keep in mind, leading up to that, he had been a firefighter, an EMT a lifeguard, search and rescue. I, he did everything. Mm-hmm. And so um, he went and he was accepted into the U.S. military and under the Americans with Disabilities Act. Okay. And um, he became Air, the Army National Guard. Okay. And he never did anything halfway, so he went special forces and he was getting prepared for airborne so he could be the armorer. Okay. Yeah, that that was Josh. Okay, so four months after they said they didn't want to die of CF, they wanted to die in a, in a better way, so to speak. Mm-hmm. What happened? All right. Well, everyone had gotten a ride on the motorcycle with Josh. Everybody except for his dad, who refused to. <laughs> and Beth, who was kind of waiting for that perfect day. Okay. And so the perfect day arrived because there was no wind. It was warm. It was the end of March, and um, she asked me, and I thought, well, there's nothing to keep her back, so sure, go for a ride with your brother. Everybody else did. And so um, I made them both grab helmets. Of course, Josh had one, but I made Beth go in and get one of the ATV helmets. And uh, they went for a ride, and they left, and I followed them out because I had a physical therapy appointment. Yeah. And uh, they went over to the neighborhood 7-Eleven Loaf and Jug mm-hmm. and um, chatted with some of the deputies and state patrol because he had gotten to know all of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, and suddenly I heard on the radio that there had been a car versus motorcycle accident. And in my heart, I think I knew yeah. that I really asked the Lord, please make it so far away that it couldn't possibly be. Um, but sure enough, it was, and they both had died instantly mm-hmm. when the motorcycle, um, lost traction on some gravel in the middle of the road and slid into oncoming traffic on a mountain road. So Carrie, now that we're both crying, um, <laughs> your children did not want to die of CF. They said they wanted to die quickly. They wanted to die with somebody else, not alone. Um, they didn't want to be alone when they died and they, Josh in particular wanted to die doing something that he loved to do and having fun. And all three of those things occurred in the way that they died. All three. And my husband and I have come to know that as brutal mercy. It's been brutal on us, but it was merciful on them. 
Yeah. Yeah. You are a woman who has strong faith in God. And I want to get to how your third child died. But just just a, you know, a couple of sentences on how you now view that, even though they died the way they wanted to, because they didn't want to die of CF. And, and I want everybody to be reminded in the audience, we're talking to Carrie Zarno, who lost three of her four children. Two of her kids had, had cystic fibrosis, and they were going to die not in a good way if they died of that, because your mm-hmm. lungs basically suffocate yeah. eventually, eventually suffocate. And so they wanted a different way to die. That's exactly how they did die. They died together. Mm-hmm. Um, brutal for you, merciful for them. How do you? How did you view it in light of your faith in God? I saw God as being faithful. I mean, for for Him to answer their prayer in one movement, and it wasn't Josh and someone else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't Josh and someone else. It it was Josh and Beth. Yeah. And so it was he was being faithful. So you miss them, but mm-hmm. you also have full confidence that they're okay. Oh yeah. I know that they're they're with the Lord because yeah. they both had such a deep relationship with Christ themselves. Yeah. And that's gotta be comforting for a mom. So you miss them. Mm-hmm. Um, d- terribly and cry even now, years yeah. later, talking about it. And I don't blame, I mean, I, gosh, I can't even imagine. Okay, I hate to say this. We only have three minutes left. It, can, yeah. you, can you quickly tell us how you lost your third child? Well, after about two and a half years, um, I mean, we'd gone through some counselors, family counselors, individual counselors, um, and really had gone the gamut. And Christmas had been approaching and I asked Josh if he wanted to talk with someone. He goes, oh, I don't want to go ruin somebody's holidays. I'll wait until after the oh, holidays. Oh, not Josh. Chris. Or Chris. Your Chris. third child. Yeah. So I want Our fourth child. I want everybody to know. Abby's the oldest. Mm-hmm. Josh and Beth who died. Mm-hmm. And then Chris. And, then Chris. and Chris was really struggling. The youngest was really struggling mm-hmm. with the loss of his brother and sister. Yeah. I mean, Josh was his hero. Mm-hmm. And he lost his hero. Yeah. And so um, when I asked Chris if he wanted to talk with someone, he said, no, I don't want to ruin somebody else's holiday. I'll wait until after the first. And I accepted that. Mm -hmm. And two days after Christmas, uh, he took his own life. Yeah. In the home with you. Yeah. Yeah. And the utter agony and pain that he must have been in to to go down and and grab a weapon to kill himself. Mm -hmm. He, it was overwhelming to him. Yeah. And, you know, the teenagers up up until um, mid-20s, um, they feel that what they're feeling right now is what they're going to feel forever. Yeah. And he felt joy only 45 minutes before, and then he felt such deep sorrow that there was to him no way out. Mm-hmm. And um, you grieve over the pain of him being gone, and we grieve over the pain of what took him there. Yeah, and you had tried. It wasn't for lack of trying. You were constantly mm-hmm. monitoring him and and giving him counseling and and um, and and faith filled counseling. And and mm-hmm. some days he was there. Some days he was oh, healing, and yeah. some days he was not. Yeah. Um, I want to let people know. That uh, this is Carrie Zorno's story. She has a new book called Tattooed by Grief. Her heart is to help parents, help youth who are struggling with any kind of loss, just loss, 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 any kind of Mm -hmm. loss, because she has come up with some ways to handle grief in a healthy way. So so coming up in the next segment, we're going to allow Carrie to take a caller to give her some advice. 
And Carrie is also going to cover how we each have our own unique grief. So we shouldn't judge ourselves if our grief isn't like everybody else's. Also, the emotional and physical effects of grief. And finally, the healthy ways to deal with grief so you can help your kids deal with it. We'll be right back with Channel Mom with Carrie Zimmerman. From Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids, but sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally i'd like to hear from all the moms out there i'd love to hear your mom's story what you need in your life your advice or what you'd like to hear on channel mom radio reach out to us at channel mom one word on facebook twitter or instagram and please come support us in our mission to love coach and encourage moms you can come to channelmom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. I really hope that this show is going to help some folks today. Uh, grief is not something everybody wants to deal with or hear about, but just about everybody faces it at one point in their life. Yes. So we welcome back my friend Carrie Zono, uh, who went through something almost no mom has to go through, very few. Um, Carrie and her husband Scott lost three of their four children. Uh, Josh and Beth died in a motorcycle wreck. They both had cystic fibrosis and they died in a motorcycle wreck. And then, uh, her youngest son, Chris couldn't take the pain of losing his sister and brother. And, and one day took his own life two and a half years later. Uh, Carrie, you've got this new book tattooed by grief. I, yes. I want to get to a couple of pointers in it so people can get some help from you today. Okay. So, so first off, uh, and we also have a caller waiting on the line, but first off, why don't you describe to people that, or, or let people know just for their own sake, that grief is unique. They don't have to follow a certain scenario and they're going to have different emotional and different physical effects of going through grief. Well, grief is truly unique. If you really think about, we are each created as unique beings, Mm -hmm. unique personalities, um, unique characteristics. And then we have relationships with unique people in the same way. And so therefore, when we grieve, we are not going to all grieve the same way for that uniqueness of an individuality. Right. Um, Even in a family, you will not have everyone in the family grieving the same way, even after the loss of one particular person because each relationship was different. And so, yes, grief is very unique. And when you're talking about the emotional effects of grief, some people, they're going to need to cry. They're going to need to cry a lot, especially in the beginning. And other people, 
they don't need to cry, but they may need to express their grief in another way, whether that is running, whether that is in dance, in writing music, um, in singing music. Literally, people express their grief in that way. Oh, yes. Huh. Oh, yes. So Very it's not, much I mean, so. I'm such a crier. Cry, crying seems like the only <laughs> way for me, but there are other things people do. do mm-hmm. um, are there some unhealthy things people do emotionally? Well, I think when somebody withdraws and they isolate themselves, that is the most damaging. Um, yes, there are people that they need their space, but they don't need their space to the point of isolation. Right. That's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. What about physical effects? If people are, are concerned about the things they're feeling physically, what's kind of normal? Some things that they'll be feeling physically, even though there are some differentiations, you said, uniqueness. Mm-hmm. But what are some physical effects? Well, grief is a stress. Mm-hmm. It's a stress on our bodies, and our bodies respond to that stress. And it releases chemicals into our system. And when you think about when you're stressed, like when I'm sitting here behind the microphone, yeah. my hands are sweating, you know, my heart is racing, yeah. and maybe a little butterflies in the stomach, and the same thing can happen with grief. Oh. As well as when you have a traumatic incident like when we lost our chil- each of our children it was a traumatic incident and just like physical trauma it affects the brain the emotional trauma affects the brain yeah and we wonder why it is oh my gosh i can't remember what it is that i was supposed to go to the store for what did i go downstairs for oh who's i know it's somebody's birthday um it just our memory is shot huh because our brain is so busy trying to connect the dots. Our brain thinks linearly. Mm-hmm. So who was here yesterday and the day before should be here today. And suddenly they're not. Yeah. And so our brain is trying to put those pieces together. Yeah. I'm going to go to a caller that we have. Um, you lost your, your third child. At, you know, you lost... Three of your four children, and and the last one that you lost was Chris, and he committed suicide because he was in agony over losing his older brother and sister. Um, we have a woman on the line from California named Jackie, um, but she has family here, or had family, or has family here in Colorado. Um, and I think she wants to have a little conversation with you about he- a healthy way to to handle grief. Welcome to Channel Mom, Jackie. Hi guys. Hi Jackie. I am so glad that you called. How how can I help? Well, I'm just listening to you and talking about the brain, and I just want to say thank you because it just really is affirming to hear about those many things that we forget because I, I often say, did I tell you this? You know, I often forget what I've said. I forgot that people come over to the house. Yes, you go downstairs, you forget things, and it's not just because I'm old, but I guess <laughs> it's just really affirming, first of all, to hear you say that that's that's okay because that's uh, giving yourself grace. And I think that's really the key with grieving that I'm, I'm truly finding and losing one child is, is horrible enough. It is, you know, the mother's worst nightmare, but then losing three, I just really know that you must have had a very strong faith. Yes. The Lord was very faithful. Yeah. Very faithful. Um, Jackie, I'm just going to tell folks briefly, 
you lost your son um, when he went through a difficult emotional time and, and difficulty with his wife. Um, and he just felt at his wit's end. And he, he, you've, you've told us that he wanted to take his whole family because he just wanted it to all be over and then all of them to be in heaven. And um, he unsuccessfully attempted to, to, to take their lives. And unfortunately, they're all still alive. But he himself walked into traffic in order to die. And he must have been in agonizing pain to do that. So you lost your son. Um, is, is there anything that Carrie, is there, it, would you like to know sort of one or two of, of Carrie's tips from the book that have most helped her and that she's seen has most helped others to, to, to help youth in particular who are struggling with this. Cause my guess is you've got some little boys in your life, uh, your son's children who are dealing with this. And, and Carrie has particular tips about how to walk through this with youth. Is, is there anything in that that would interest you, Jackie? Yeah, I think self care is, is a big thing, especially in taking care of little, little people all the time and triggers. Those would be my two questions. Okay. okay. Go ahead. Carrie. All right. Um, One thing to keep in mind with kids is that they grieve in bursts. Oh. They need a break from the heartache. So they will grieve. They may cry. They may pull inward and sit, sit out in a corner somewhere for a short time. And then all of a sudden they're out playing. They're on the swing set. They're shooting, shooting hoops. They're on a video game. And so they, they grieve in bursts. And they need to have that emotional break that God gave us that so that we can actually cope with what's going on around us. So it's okay to have breaks for joy. You don't have to feel bad about that. And they don't have to feel bad about that. No. And that's really for all ages. It's just kids need longer breaks. Okay. And and then Jackie mentioned triggers. Mm -hmm. I know that you've mentioned that holidays are a trigger. Mm -hmm. So, So can you talk about how can we, how can we help our kids and ourselves healthfully deal with the triggers or what, what are the triggers too? Well, preparation is number one, whether it is you're looking towards, Oh my gosh, Christmas is in another four weeks. What are we going to do? Um, or whether it's for the boys, the first day of school, well, dad always dropped us off or dad always picked us up. You have to think back on what were their experiences in the past and when start anticipating those triggers And when you start planning, what you can do is you can look at what traditions did we do in the past? What can we not do without? What do I just absolutely have to do? Um, With Christmas, Scott and I, there was no way we could put a Christmas tree up the next year. Abby needed a Christmas tree. So we got her a two-foot-tall, already decorated, lit tree to keep in her room. And so you have to really look at what are the traditions? What can we keep? What do we have to toss for this year? And what can we do different? Whether it's, oh, Thanksgiving was really, it was going to be really, really tough. Let's have ham instead of turkey. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just something to change up that makes it less painful. Yes. Um, I, I, Jackie, you can just stay on the line and listen. Thank you for calling. I'd love for you to hear the rest of what Carrie's going to say, and I know you have a book coming out as well. So, so thanks for being us with the, to us today, Jackie. Thank you for having me. Sure. Um, so, Carrie, before we close and we tell folks how to find your book, just just maybe one last tip that you want to make sure you leave with a parent about a, a healthy way to deal with grief in their family if they're trying to help their kids walk through losing somebody. I think my number one tip would be they need to express their feelings. And like I said earlier, that may be writing music, 
that may be going for a run that could be sitting down and talking with someone and they need to grieve in community. God never created us to grieve alone. We need to know that there are people that have come alongside us that care. So watch the over isolation. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And even if it's just don't, don't get offended if they don't want to talk to you, Mm -hmm. find a friend for them, find a counselor, whatever. I mean, there are other ways. Yeah. Encourage them to give a friend a call. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Carrie, for sharing your story. We could, we could, we could tell this story for hours and hours because it's such an important story. And I know that it offers, oh, healing and hope to other people that are going through it. Because if you've handled it with three kids dying and and your husband has handled it and you've Mm -hmm. kept your marriage together, by the way, um, then, then other folks have hope for a future because you still Mm -hmm. do have wonderful days and you're now helping people. How do people find your book tattooed by grief? Um, it is on Amazon. And so they just go on to Amazon and they type in tattooed by grief and it'll come right up. Awesome. Well, I hope it has a help to a lot of people, Carrie. All right. I hope so too. Yeah. God bless you for it, for writing it. And, and I will be praying for you and Jackie and I hope other folks will as well. And anybody mm-hmm. in your life who, who's diff- dealing with loss. I'm so honored by the way in which Carrie has kept her faith. Um, it gives me faith when I see that. Uh, Okay, so so you can find Carrie's book on Amazon. We may have Carrie back again sometime. If you'd like to ask any questions on our Facebook page, we're at Facebook, and um, we're also on Instagram and Twitter, um, and, and you want to just reach out after you've heard the show and say, this is what I'm dealing with, uh, I'd be happy to get Carrie in touch with you, and um, we can also remind you how to find the book if you'd like to do that. Look, we're here to help you as moms, and uh, that's what this show is about, is to love, coach, and encourage moms. Our society doesn't um, honor motherhood enough and, and lift up mothers and thank mothers and appreciate mothers and we do it one day a year and uh that is why we're here to to help you spiritually and so on um thank you for listening today thank you to don pablo at the controls um we'd be honored if you could help our ministry at channelmom.com just push the donate button and you can help us there god bless you have a wonderful weekend if you enjoy what you hear on channel mom radio and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families then why don't you come alongside the efforts of channel mom we'd like to offer you our partner package today we'll send you a channel mom's best tips for moms as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at channelmom.com we live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.